welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. We are taking it deeper. I'm getting very interested in what I'm teaching myself. And therefore, next month, I'm moving it further. We'll be talking about motivation. Next month, we have to look at what... You can clap if you are clapping. Because the atmosphere is not speaking well for you to move forward. So you need to drink from the word of God and get yourself acquainted with what God wants you to do. Um, so far in the great achievement, we looked at the part one where we talked about having the mind of a winner. So the song the choir sang today was very, very prophetic and I want us to once again celebrate them. And last week, we looked at the part one of the portrait of a winner. And we said winners don't see problems, they see challenges. Amen. And this morning, we're going to continue with a very powerful aspect. Those of us who were in first service, was, you, you know it was a blessing. And those who have joined us in the second service, it will be a blessing to you. Close your eyes and lift up your right hand and speak. The language of the Holy Spirit. Speak the language of the Holy Spirit. That Lord speak to me. You must not just hear my voice. You must hear the voice of God. In the teaching. Talk to God. Speak the language of the Holy Spirit. Say, Lord, speak to me. Just talk to God. Lord, speak to me. The winner in you must come alive. The great achiever in you must come alive. Talk to God. Rakabala, basopala, lekadila, eyadalaba, reketema, lozabaya, rabababa, shandelebe kabayas. Lord, speak to me, Lord. Rekesende me kabaya, radalama, rosonde ne antabayas, rogodomo, zemenea kota, malagadema kosa dabaya, rabababa. I want to hear your voice. I want to hear the voice of the Spirit. As I listen to the sermon, as I listen to the teaching, oh Lord, I want to hear your voice. In the name of Jesus. Show us thy glory, oh Lord. Show us thy glory, oh Lord. Let the dew of heaven break. 
fresh show us thy glory show us thy glory oh Lord show us thy glory oh Lord let the of heaven bring us every fresh show us thy glory Father we thank you for your presence thank you for your awesome presence in this place let the teaching of your word bring clarity direction understanding to our destiny pursuit. In Jesus' name, amen. Give God a clap offering. So, I'm dealing with the subject, the portrait of a winner, part two. It will really bless you. Amen. There is a picture of a winner. And last week we looked at that one, that the winner sees challenges and not problems. This morning I go straight to the second point. The winner or winners don't allow themselves to be negatively shaped by circumstances, by criticisms, or the opinions of others. Winners don't allow themselves to be negatively shaped by circumstances, by criticisms, and by the opinion of others. Every one of us here will face these things in life. You will go through circumstances. You will come to a point where you will be criticized. You will come to a point where others will have their own opinion about you. But if you will become a winner, I pray that in the next 30 minutes, you will give me all your ears. If you will become a winner, you must learn not to allow, that's the word, allow the circumstances you go through. Most drug addicts, you speak to them, you see that they are a product of their circumstances. Most people, failures are a product of their circumstances. As for the fire, we will all go through. As for the water, we will all go through. As for the valley of the shadow of death, we will all pass through. But don't allow these things to reshape you into something that cannot be usable in the hands of God. Can I hear a big amen? amen. We are going to look at the details surrounding the destruction of Goliath. I want to use that word. And you are going to destroy every Goliath in your life. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 28 to 33. 
keep me in NLT. Do you have the TLB? You have to download it. So let's do the NLT. But when David's oldest brother, Eliab, heard David talking to the man, he was angry. What are you doing around here anyway? He seems to have been asking David. What about those few sheep you are supposed to be taking care of? <laughs> I just got another message. Never get tired reading David and Goliath. It's not for Sunday school. You know, in the eyes of this man, David must be taking care of few people. In the eyes of people around you, they don't expect you to break through. But I have bad news for them. You will break through. I say you will break through. I say you will break through. They think you should be driving an Uber, but you break through. They think you should be begging, but you break through. They think you should be searching for a job every day, but you break through. A day will come you employ people. A day will come you pay the salaries of people. A day will come you pay the school fees of people. I thought you are shouting a bigger amen. He said you should be taking care of what is happening to the few sheep you are supposed to be taking care of. I know about your pride and your deceit. Wow, we will have a good time. You just want to see the battle. Verse 29. What have I done now? David replied. I was only asking a question. The old King James said, Is there not a cause? Is there not? And next month, <laughs> it's going to be, I'm going to show you 14 areas you can derive motivation from as a Christian. You don't need to go and read Buddha. And I will show you 14. Why you should be motivated to become a successful Christian to God and to your society. He walked over to some others and asked them the same thing and received the same answer. So he was asking the same question. What will be done for the man who kills this man? So whilst he was talking, Eliab heard it and blah, blah, blah. He turned to the next people and they told him the same thing. The king will give him his daughter for marriage, number one. Half of the kingdom will be given to him and number three, his family will be exempted from taxes. 31. Then David's question was reported to King Saul. And the king sent for him. That means that the people realized that the guy did not just ask questions. The question he, just, he asked was not a normal question. Are you following me? Just keep calm. We'll shoot inside the world soon. Don't worry about this Philistine. David told Saul. Wow. A day is coming, eh? You will look into your father's face and say that don't worry about the school fees of my siblings. I will take care of it. He didn't say amen. amen. A day is coming. You will walk to the widow of that your uncle and tell her, don't worry about the school fees of my nieces and my nephews. I will take care of it. Amen. So he went to the king and said, don't worry about the Philistine because 
that Philistine has brought mockery to the king and his kingdom. And this is a younger young boy, 16 and a half, 17 year old boy, telling King Saul, a man of war, a senior man in battle, that don't worry about the Philistine. I will take care of him. It shall be your story. I said it shall be your story. One day in the church, when I'm raising funds, you get up and say, Pastor, don't worry about this. I'll take care of it. Your amen is not strong. Your amen is not strong. David told so, I will go fight him. We need people like that in church. Too many people are laid back. We need people like that in our families. We need people who say, I will go and fight Goliath. And that is where September teachings are embedded. Motivation. We need people who say, I will. I can. I must. I should. It is expected of me from above to go against Goliath. And I will. It is expected of you from above to prosper. And you will prosper. It is expected of you from above to win and you will win. It is expected of you from above to become an overcomer and you will surely become an overcomer. Hallelujah. He said, don't be, ridic don't be ridiculous. Saul replied, there is no way you can fight this Goliath or this Philistine and possibly win. Say, I'm a winner. Where they doubt you, that is where you flourish. Did I speak to somebody? Where they doubt your capacity, that is where you will flourish. Where they say you cannot go, that is where you will go. What they say you cannot have, that is what you will have. What they say you don't qualify for, that is what God is giving to you. Somebody lift your right hand and say, I will win. I am a winner. I will persevere and I will prevail. Give the Lord a clap offering someone. He said, you are only a boy. Sometimes it's good for you to be underrated before the battle. Say, you are only a boy. And he, he's been a man of war since his youth. You are a boy. But this man has been a man. <laughs> that means physically, naturally, you are not his match. Now we enter into the sermon. We saw the oldest brother of David called Eliab. Making an attempt to do something to the zeal, passion, and determination of David, somebody entered my office today and was very down because of something that has happened. And I told her that whatever God allows to happen is for a better purpose. And I said, how come that God allowed Goliath to intimidate Saul and the nation? The whole nation for 40 days and 40 nights. Economy was down. Everything was down. The king was about to become a slave to the Philistine. For 40 days and 40 nights. The reason 
is that a David must be introduced, a David must be promoted, a David must be honored. Had it not been for your Goliath, David will not manifest. I came to speak to somebody. Your Goliath is a signal that it is time for your elevation. Your Goliath is a signal that it is time for God to bet something in you. Another of your kind. Another thing about you. Another blessing you have never seen. Another door you have never seen. Another elevation you have never seen. God wants to elevate you. That is why Goliath is standing ahead of you. Don't run away. Don't escape. Stand and face your Goliath because God has gone ahead of you. Somebody lift your right hand and say, I am above only. <laughs> Eliab tried to embarrass and belittle David. Don't let anybody and young men and young women, new breed, we are beginning a, a service a program, a scheme, a system to wire you to be ready for your generation. Don't let anybody belittle your youthfulness. Don't let Eliab try to say, David, you are a boy. Go to the bush and take care of a few sheep. But Eliab did not know that David had another element in him that was the God of Israel. The word of the God of Israel. The anointing of the God of Israel. The spirit of the God of Israel. The hand of the God of Israel. There are army generals who cannot face Goliath. But this young boy was coming with another spirit. He did not see Goliath after the flesh. He saw him after the spirit and in the realms of the spirit no matter how huge Goliath was in the physical in the realms of the spirit he has been made a miniature into a dog so though they see a giant Goliath uh, David saw Goliath as a dog a common dog <laughs> so the army saw Goliath as a huge warrior including the king, but David saw Goliath as a dog. I'm coming. Eliab is that spirit that tries to kill your sources prematurely. Eliab is that spirit that, can, that tries to kill your passion, your motivation, your drive. He goes to David and says, you, what I come to do here? I know your pride. So Eliab, now I gave a background story to the first service. Eliab is the eldest brother of David. In fact, Eliab was the first choice of prophet Samuel that God rejected. So with this background, do you think that Eliab will have a good mind towards David? But this is Eliab trying to tell David that David is proud. You see, sometimes people will see you in your assignment and they will say you are a proud lady. But you are not. Eliab tries to put on you dresses God did not create for you. Eliab tries to put a label on you that will 
destroy your confidence in your God. So assuming all the army general, but God is a wonderful God. He's a good God. He did not allow the army generals to give attention to what Eliab was saying. I declare in the name of Jesus, at the point of your breakthrough, if any man rises to discredit you, I declare, may their words be made rubbish. I said, let their words be made rubbish. Let their words carry no relevance. In the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a clap, offering. <laughs> Eliab wanted to discredit David. He wanted to say something. Then the other people say, his colleagues say, yeah, yeah, no, go back. But the Bible said, they went to rehearse it before the king. And say, a young man called David is asking some questions. And I think that we can give him attention. Wow. Eliab's spirit, the spirit of Eliab tries to kill the winner spirit in you. The spirit of Eliab is that spirit that tries to turn a David into another Eliab. Eliab cannot do what he must do, but Eliab wants you to become like him. There are people in life, they fail. And they want you to also fail. They could not take their mountain. And they want you to also fail in taking your mountain. And that is the spirit of Eliab. Be careful who you talk to. Be careful who is your companion. Be careful who is in your company. Be careful who takes, whom you take advice from. Because he may be an Eliab. Eliab will always be at the gate of your breakthrough. He will always be there. Until you overcome your Eliab, you may forfeit your blessing. But I pray for you that the spirit of David will come upon you against your spirit of Eliab. Somebody give the Lord a clap offering someone. I hope you have given good volume on Facebook. People are listening. We have a church on Facebook. Make sure the volume levels is correct. And don't fluctuate the volume levels. Amen. So those who are concerned, please check the volumes levels and make sure it is correct. Amen. We have people that listen from Brazil, from Afghanistan. Yes. Ben, from where again? Yugoslavia, Canada. So make sure you are giving them good sound. Very important. There's somebody in U.S. who sends some monies periodically for the project. You don't know her, but she sends it because she's a church member online. So when you are operating the media, make sure that you have this in mind, that there's somebody and their family watching online. Let's clap for them. Now, Eliab questioned the integrity and the sincerity of David. So look at a man who is likely to be jealous, bitter, angry at David, trying to question his integrity. And that is what winners you come across. There are people who try to ask you, what is your motive? What is your motive? What you are doing, what is your motive? 
And that one is a very, very dangerous question. If you don't take care, you will think your motive is wrong. Eh, because you want to be seen. Eh, because you want to be known. Yes, because you, you know, when you are writing, if you want to even write a book, they'll say, what is your motive? What is your motive in writing a book? You, do, you want your book to be on the shelf. You want to come out with a, um, an album. They ask you, what is your motive? As if they are asking a genuine question, but it is a question that does not need your attention. Yeah. David did not give attention to Eliab. You have given too many Eliab's attention. That is why you keep regretting not doing certain things at a certain age. But I pray that from today, from 2021, before we hit 2030, you will stand in 2030 and look back in the years between today and 2030 and say, yes, I was in this service. I heard this message. I refused to give attention to my earlier and the Lord has glorified his name in my life. The Eliabs of our lives are very dangerous. They are sometimes very close to us. Eliab was the eldest brother of David. And you must learn as a winner not to give attention to the spirit of Eliab. Your parents can be an Eliab. Your brothers, your sisters... Your fiancé, your fiancé, your husband, your wife, your children. The children of the widow was her Eliab. Go and look for vessels. They come back and tell the woman, we can't find some. Then the oil ceased. Be careful of your Eliab. You see, it's not everybody that can overcome the voice of Eliab. Because Eliab has an influence over your life. Yeah, Eliab was the elder brother. And those days, elder brothers act as fathers. For David to have the sagacity and audacity and tenacity to turn away from Eliab, it means there was something boy, he knew who he was. He knew what God has bet in him. He knew that this was my opportunity. Church, we are in our season. We are in our moment. You are in your future. There is no other future. You are inside now. You start building it today to enjoy it tomorrow. Don't waste the season. Don't waste the moment. Don't waste the opportunity. Do you know between now and 10 years time, some of you sitting here can own 100 500,000 units of houses. Hi. Yeah. Nobody received that prophecy. In 10 years time, you are owner of 1,000 units of houses. You see, and it takes the spirit of wisdom. If I were you, as we began Great Achievement Series, all I'll be praying for is the spirit of wisdom. Because sometimes that plot of land you have, that you want to build a three-bedroom house on it, God actually wants you to build chamber or self-contained about 10 units and rent it out and start a real estate business. 
but because of the spirit of revenge, you too, you want to own your own house. You are killing a glorious future to prove a point today. They ask Lukaku, what point do you have to, what are you going to, you have, are you going to prove a point? He said he has no point to prove in Chelsea. Because people are watching him, whether it's going to be a dead dog on them. So they ask him, what, what are you going to say? I have no point to prove. I am Lukaku. Who are you trying to prove a point to? I don't live my life like that. And I actually don't mind your opinion about me. My greatest concern is God's opinion about me. And if that becomes your main concern, you cannot have a good opinion with God and be rejected by men. It's not possible. That's why they were not, it wasn't possible for them to reject David. When God rejected Saul, he was finished. God accepted David. He was done. I pray for you that you will not allow anybody's words, any circumstance to cap you down because you would have denied the next generation a blessing maker, a blessing stream, a blessing voice, a voice of blessing, a personality of blessing. Bet that company. Bet that vision. Bet that blessing. Don't let your baby die in the manger of negative words of people. That is the winner spirit. I told you when we began building this small building and we raised the walls, some people were teasing us that look at what they are building. But their words did not stop us. Their words did not stop us. I told you in one year of ministry, I heard a pastor say that I will suffer to get 20 people in my church because of where I am located. I didn't give attention to it. I didn't. I didn't. What words are driving you? Who has framed you into what you have become? The way you are behaving, you feel so inferior because somebody says something. That has turned your mindset. But today, I reverse it back. God gives you an assignment. He knows the compensation he has made available. I see God use you to glorify his name. Give the Lord a clap offering. Give the Lord a clap offering. Give the Lord a clap offering. The spirit of Eliab will try to resist you at the point of your breakthrough. It will come. Eliab will come. Eliab will be there. When you bow down to Eliab, you have bowed out of destiny. When you bow down to Eliab, you have bowed out of destiny. When you bow down to the spirit of Eliab, you have bowed out of your glory. I pray that God will make you a hard personality against problems, against situations, and against the negative words of people. I thought you would say amen. I thought you would say a bigger amen. What didn't they say about the president? 
Are you here with me? They say he was a short man. He can never be president. He is. And it is also possible that John Mahama can come back in 2024. It's possible. <laughs> and these are all signals of sermons to you. Don't be a political bygone or bigot. Look at them and pick lessons. How can an old man become president for the second time? If the old man can dream and dream again, you must not dream. You must become a dream. what it meant for John Mama to lose 2016. He still has pass to come back. You. Boy, a break your heart in tea. You want to die. And you write a letter. Oh, 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 Baba, throw a letter. Boy, they break because you Enoch because you broke my heart. I I I I I I cannot dream again. I'm dying on you. I want the whole world to know that you're a wicked man. I love you, mommy. I love you, dad. Foolishness. Broken heart into beso. You know what it means for John Mama to lose 2016? And he's there, planning, dreaming hard to come back. Look, you can't fail. You have no reason to fail. Heaven is expecting you to win. Heaven is expecting you. Yesterday, I was with someone, he said, Someone died and willed his wealth into an investment firm. His wealth, money, that the only purpose for which it should be used for. Huge money. I'm not talking about $1 million. Huge money. The only purpose that money is meant for is to pay the school fees of his descendants. Yeah. You are here. You are saving to buy an iPhone. I have a big problem with those things. I have a big problem. Maybe I may be wrong, but that is me. I have a problem. Unless somebody explains it better to me. Because I don't see the sense in you saving to buy a mobile phone. When you can buy a mobile phone for 300, 400, and still have better funds. iPhone now, oh, turn on. find your shade. Ibrahim Mama is using iPhone 12 Pro. You too. 
you are saving towards it. And sometimes obi the chow cry tongue. That's nine thousand. Sell it and go and buy seven hundred something something phone that can be used and have eight thousand in investment or buy a land. Who cry iPhone? Who they yet then? Then you come, you, if you hold an iPhone and I, I, I raise it and you can't give thousand, magic phone now got on. Ben, my man, show phone. They resist it. Magic phone now got on. Because who cries out for now? Thousand cities in Jessica. So now I'm come to play a trick. I'm going to prophesy miracle man. Everybody lift your phone up. Major me phone was Hallelujah. Don't allow anybody to question what God has put in your heart. Hallelujah. Let me give you four scriptures that you should never forget when an attack comes against your purpose in life. There's always attack on assignments. If you are not on assignment, you will never be attacked. I told somebody, if you see if you see somebody succeed in his vision and you feel depressed, it means you have no vision. If you see somebody, I'm going to announce, I mean, we have some weddings coming up, like four. From now to December, like four. Uh, if you are not married and they are making announcement of people, don't frown your face as you are a witch. Now I have to preach in plain words. Me used to be in this area. Why on earth should I be announcing somebody's wedding? Then you are angry. If you don't fly, then what? <laughs> when you hear somebody's breakthrough, you must celebrate, you must jubilate because it's a sign that your God is not dead. He's still alive and he's in the miracle business. No, with African mothers like that. Send a sister by your wedding. Nanny, with we will be a different breed. Yeah, we will be a different breed. We will be a different people in our generation. We will not be like those people. I mean, when you see, as I'm here with you. I'm pastoring you. Some of you have never sown a seed into my life. But if next month I come and tell you that they are transferring me to another place, you see that you start crying. Oh, ah, oh, pastor. Oh, he was a good man. Oh, pastor, no, 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 no. If it's because of me that you are living, I will start coming to church early. I will start coming every day. I will come to church. Pastor, don't go. That is the African man. 
we never value people until they are not there. So you see, fake displays at funerals. Dead body, no more come. They salute dead body. We will be a people with a different spirit. Yes. Don't start valuing dead bodies. Value people when they are alive. Value them. Because one day, there will be no more. Then you see people writing long tributes. I remember this. I, re- I remember, oh, he was an angel in the midst of men. Really? Some of you, when your parents call you for money, the way you pretend, mama, 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 the system is hard. The system is hard. What I've said, handle it. At that time, you are doing good to people. Your mother sees you as a poor son. Then some neighbors around you say, Oh, Papa, we are you. Oh, yeah, Papa. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And your mother, your father sees you as a poor son. Because you have always told them your money is not enough. You know, he has given you stress. He has stressing me. He has stressing me. He has stressing me. And you are there sharing money. You have Father Christmas to people. And your family is bleeding. And when they tell you your so so and so is dead, then you go and look for cloth to buy. Let's change before it's too late. And this is the spirit of the winner. The winner spirit never allows circumstances to reshape them into things that God did not. Allow God's word to reshape you. Allow God's word to reform you. David had a secret. Next week I will show you in the first service. I will show you the third picture of a winner. I will show you. Why David had the or sagacity to look in the face of Eliab and say, hmm. when I was coming to start a church here, some pastors around, including senior pastors around, they told me that, oh, I have charismatic churches, no, I'm not driving. So don't come. Some church crowd came here and couldn't survive here. So please look for another place. I didn't pay attention to them. I told you the language of the winner. It's like Esther. If I perish, I perish. And you will never perish. It's like the Hebrew boys. We won't bow. (laughs) Today I change your spirit. We won't bow. If you like throw us in the fire. We don't fear to lose. Because we know we are winners. Put us in the fire. We are winners. Like Joseph. Put me in prison. I will still win. That is the spirit of the winner. Let's look at the scriptures and then we go. I pray that something is happening to somebody right now. In the name of Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 16. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 16. Because of this... The first one we are reading, 
is that don't see yourself after the flesh. Daniel, don't. Don't mark yourself by your flesh. Don't mark yourself by the capacity of your flesh. Don't mark yourself by your family background. Don't look at yourself and conclude your destiny as you are. Now, give me Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. I'm sure there's somebody in the service that needs this. It wasn't part of my notes. Jeremiah 1 5. He said, before I saved you, look at the scripture very well. Please look at the scripture. Before I saved you in the womb, I knew all about you. Jude, do you understand that? Do you really understand? What that verse means, that sentence means, is that before you became mortal, I knew you in immortality. Before you became a human being, I knew you where mortals don't live. I knew everything about you. So nothing that is happening in your life is a surprise to me. So in the flesh, you can appear anywhere. In Nigeria, in Tokyo, by somewhere, somehow. God saw that if like he dropped you in the family of Queen Elizabeth, you'll be too known. So he said, come in the Akunai family. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure some some people if if God answers all prayers, man, you pray a prayer that by God tomorrow by the time I wake up, let me be a son of Bill Gates. He wants that means there are some prayers God doesn't have attention for. So go back to what we are reading, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16. Because of this decision, we don't evaluate people by what they have or how they look. Some of you guys, the women you should marry, you are not marrying them. And some of you girls, the men you should marry, you are not marrying them because you are looking at them after the flesh. And the ones you shouldn't marry, they are the people that are melting your heart. Because you are seeing them after the flesh. But God told Samuel in 1 Samuel chapter 16, thereabout, that man looks at the outward, but I I look at the heart of man. Don't see. They were seeing Jesus after the flesh. They knew Jesus in the flesh. And they knew what they have seen of the resurrected Christ. And they compared the two. And they said, ah, we actually did not know Jesus when he was in the flesh. That's the meaning of this verse. We look at the Messiah that way once. And got it all wrong. Look. May people look at you and get it all wrong. Yeah. Let them. It is okay for them to underrate you, but they will be put all wrong. I told them about a story. I just saw it before coming to church on Facebook. 
Three people went for an interview. And when they got there, they saw a lady sweeping the place. Not knowing, one of the three knew the girl sweeping the place. And then he said, hey, is that you? I know the one who said you have become holy, holy you girl. Is that the best your God could give to you? A cleaner in this company? Ah! The, is it because, because of Jesus you don't come for clubbing again? If you are going to chase men, you don't come again. Every day I'm going to church. Every day I'm doing this. Is that what your God, your God has failed you? Ah! Your God has failed This job, cleaner. After she finished talking, then the lady said, please, the manager said I should collect your CVs for him. Then the girl said, you want bad luck? You want to take my CV? Me, I came. It's the manager who called us that we should come. So I'm, I'm waiting for the manager to give him my CV myself. The second one too followed the first fool. <laughs> Be careful who you follow, Becky. <laughs> hey, some are wise and some are he followed the first one. The lady was still quiet. Then he went to the third one. Then the third one gave her the document. And she opened it. Then the first one said, Ah, like you are going to open my own. We put bad luck on it. Girl looked at it. Then he said, You said my God come, uh, has failed me. God doesn't fail. Manager. Yes, madam. Prepare the office for the account manager. We have one. And as for these two, deal with them. Don't judge people by the way they look. Even when you meet drug addicts, don't judge them. Because we've seen drug addicts that have come out and have become mighty people. Thought you are clapping. We've seen shoemakers. We've seen gate men. We've seen taxi drivers. Don't look down on any day on anybody. They may look down on you, but you don't look down on people. Unfortunately, the very people who pray against people who look down on them are also looking down on people. So when you have to go somewhere and you don't have money enough, you are even so proud not to take trotro. Some people bear their level, they cannot because of security. When you get to a certain level, even where you stay, it must be determined. Yes. But you, you are like me. Common trotsky that you would take. Because now people take selfie in even when they are in Uber. And they take it some way for it to look like they're in a plane. Rich men don't spend time on pictures. Poor men spend time on pictures. How many pictures of Bill Gates have you seen on Facebook? <laughs> some people, when they buy new shoes, they walk. And they do slow motion. 
is on social media. And the, the day I will be too even from here to Tamale, we are dead. Even before the, the wings of the... <laughs> Let me give you one more verse and we close. Give the Lord a clap of hand. <laughs> Refuse to be shaped by the words of people. The last one. Let's do 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Verse 9 to 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 to 10. Madam. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 to 10. Thank you. Now, please watch this scripture also. It has been misinterpreted. I want to do a good work on it. And he said unto me, my grace, someone say my grace, is sufficient, say it, for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. If the Bible is yours or the iPad is yours, highlight weakness. I want to explain that weakness because we have misinterpreted it and I want to help you today. Amen. Underline weakness. Jesus, thank you for your presence. I want to prophesy. Can I prophesy? A horse entered the building and stood before three people and stood before them and as he stood before them, the horse became like flowers. And the Lord said, the time of glorification has come for three people. Receive it with a big amen. amen. So let me continue. He said, most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities. If the Bible is just underlined infirmities. That the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now in the verse 10, we will see what these weakness and infirmities are. Are you following me? So give me amplified version for this service. On this. Uh-huh. So for the sake of Christ, I am well pleased and take pleasure in infirmities insults. So I'm showing you the weakness so that you don't go and put your own weakness there. Ask for me, ask for me. Ask for me. If, 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 if. Pastor, you know, you know my problem. Fair women. Fair women. And that is my weakness. A woman with natural resource at the back. Pastor, when I see it, and God knows it is honest. It is this honest thing I'm saying. Pastor, do you know my weakness? And I see guineas eh? and he's sweating. I, 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 I can't. <laughs> I'm showing you 
what the Bible calls weakness. Before you start putting so many. Pastor, <laughs> when I see a lady with round, round neck like that, I take it to dreams. Please, let me help you here. <laughs> Eddie, you are a suspect. I will tell Vida. <laughs> so, for the sake of Christ, I am well pleased and take pleasure in infirmities, insults, hardships, persecutions, perplexities, and distresses. For when I am weak, so give me the NLT. We are ending with this. That's why I take pleasure in my weakness and in the insults, hardship, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. Do you drink Guinness as a suffering for Christ? Why have you misinterpreted the scripture? See how somebody's heart is beating. No, no, it's there. Bless. Do you drink Guinness as like when you are drinking Guinness? You, I'm suffering for Christ. <laughs> when you are changing the girls, oh, this one is my testimony. I'm suffering for Christ. No. <laughs> no. Let no hyper grace preacher trick you. With another gospel. That is nice. And that sounds deep. This is I've read. If you like. I can read nine versions for you on this verse. And you will see the meaning of that weakness. That's I mean. Me, 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 my weakness. So Charlie. If I see the beats of the lady. Charlie. Pastor. I'm done. No prayer can lift me up. <laughs> that is not the weakness. Are you alive? I know you don't like this part of me. <laughs> it won't change. When I'm 75 years and I hold the mic, it will come inside. Troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. The weakness are the necessities, the bills you have to pay, the people who hate you that you have to love, the people who have despised you, the despisement and the chastisements of the enemy that they are putting on you, all the troubles you go through. Job chapter 14 verse 1, a man born of a woman is of few years and full of trouble. All those troubles for the sake of Christ. You can do certain things to get certain things, but you have refused to do them. is what that weakness is oh. the weakness of not having a certificate to get a certain promotion but I came to declare to you when you stand in the Lord in your weakness the strength of God will be made perfect I pray for somebody this morning and I kill the spirit of failure I kill the spirit of discouragement I kill the spirit of depression may the Lord give you another vision may the Lord give you another spirit you will not fail you will 
not end up a failure. I pray, let no man know you after the flesh. They may look down on you, but I see you winning every battle. You are winning the battle over prayer. You are winning the battle over Bible study. You are winning the battle over demons. You are winning the battle over giving. You are, you are winning the battle over titan. You are winning the battle over commitment and loyalty. You are winning the battle. And as you win the battles, I see the head of your Goliath being placed on your table. I see riches, wealth, and honor coming to you. You will laugh. You will rejoice. Your enemies will rejoice with you. Your neighbors will rejoice with you. The Lord will write your name with the ink of diamond and gold. You will not beg a kid. Your children will be lifted up in society. The Lord will wipe away your tears. Money will not be a problem. Houses will not be a problem. I prophesy in the name of Jesus. Receive the company of the angel of favor, the angel of breakthrough, the angel of miracles. I command miracles into your life between now and the end of the year. Whatever you have desired that man has not been able to do for you, we provoke the hand of the Lord. Let it be done for the Lord to prove himself strong in your life. You are more than a conqueror. You are a winner over that battle. And the witch that wants to chew your flesh because of the glory of God over your life. I decree in the name of Jesus, let the arrows of the Lord be released. I decree in the name of Jesus, let doors be open in this season of post-COVID infections. I decree and I declare, oh, poverty will not be your friend. Unemployment will not be your friend. As you are looking for employment, may angels go for interviews for you. All you will do is to receive a call. I prophesy over your life. Oh, Let the heavens open over you and let the glory of your father be shown. I still prophesy because I just saw military uniforms in the atmosphere and that saith the Lord. I am turning civilians into military men. You are going to change in stature in the realms of the spirit. When you speak, it will be like a sword. I decree and declare the power of the Almighty upon your life. You will not fail. You will not die. You will not get sick and be bedridden. I pray that your profession takes another leap. I pray that your family takes another door of blessing in the name of Jesus. I speak over your marriage. It will work. It will not break. It will prosper. I pray for you into your destiny. You will win and win and win and win and win and win and win. Somebody shout, I am a winner. Put your hand on your heart and pray that God let me not pay attention to the voices of Eliab and the voices of Saul. Thank you, Jesus. As you pray in tongues, I install this voice into your spirit that anytime your destiny, your assignment, 
comes alive. It comes under attack. I command the audio installation of this statement. Who cares about what they say? That audio will come alive in you. Just as it came alive in Esther. Just as it came alive in David. Let that audio replay and replay at every attack of the enemy you will hear in your spirit who cares about what they say receive the blessing of David receive the blessing of Esther and receive the blessing of Daniel in Jesus name amen and amen If you are afraid to die, you cannot live. If you are afraid to fail, you cannot win. I pray for you that no matter where you are today, you will not look down on the grace of God over your life. Before you became a clot of blood in your mother's womb, God knew you. Take a prophetic seed and drop it in the basket. It's not your second offering. Take a prophetic seed right now. And just drop it quickly. As I sing this song, take a seat, drop it. Now, so as I'm. Those outside, you are part of the service. Yeah. He can do it. Do it better for you. Far more than you can think that he will do. He's the Lord. Is there anything to have for him? He's the Lord. He has said it and surely he will do. Lord a clap offering that clap is not good you will win I know and you will testify of his goodness amen and amen we're going to take 
message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.